Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea and my bookie. I'm your host, Mike Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What's up, you old sick Tennessee Hober? <laughs> hey, I'm here, man. I am here. It's also brought to you by antibiotics and uh, <laughs> steroids. So, man, I'll tell you. I figured if Brock Bowers can make it out there with one ankle, I can make it with strep throat. So, yes, I am here, and, and we're not live. I told Mike, I said, I have no problem going live, but I said, I'm going to be blowing my nose. I said, I'm sure the people at home ain't going to want to listen to that. So, we'll at least be able to have a few stops here. But other than that, Mike, doing good, brother. Yeah, and uh, before we get rolling, Shane, we got another bourbon in the mail. Yeah. We'll put that up for the, the viewers there, and – Obviously, we, we're a responsible podcast, so Shane's under the weather, so this one's on me right here. I'm going to pop her open. <laughs> I do appreciate... Oh, and here's the box. Sorry. Let me... Uh, this is from... This is from Butch. Butch. Appreciate your cousin Butch for coming through with the new Riff single barrel. Can't wait to barrel this bad boy down. You know what? Yeah, Butch is also a, a, a whiskey connoisseur. I think a lot of folks are up there in Kentucky. You know, it's like the listed hobby you have on a work application. But Cousin Butch coming through, uh, used to play for the University of Kentucky, uh, had a surgery coming up, wanted to go ahead and get this knocked out. So thinking about you, brother, I hope you're doing well. And uh, thank you for this fine Kentucky bourbon. I brought. I wish I had some. Probably helped me out, you know. Growing up, that's what we used to do with that rock candy. So, but yeah, how's it how's it taste? Is it good? That's some damn fine bourbon, let me tell you. So <laughs> appreciate you, Butch. Thank you for being a man of your word. Uh, we got, you know, we're not going to go long on this one. We got the SEC yeah. mailbag. We got some great questions, Shane. So we're going to dive into that in just a moment. But uh, before we do, a couple of injury updates, Shane. It's that time of year. Everybody's banged up, but yeah, obviously uh, the quarterbacks play such a huge importance to these games so let's do a quick rundown Shane from uh this this is almost all exclusively from the the Wednesday well, Wednesday's coaches teleconference okay Brian Kelly says uh Jane Dales we are expecting him to practice on Wednesday if things go well in practice on Wednesday he will be cleared for contact on Thursday so okay no definitive but it certainly sounds like Jane Daniels going to suit up for them LSU Tigers as they host Florida. And uh, obviously, you know, in my opinion, still the SEC's best Heisman candidate here being without him. LSU is a completely different team. So this, this sounds like good news for the Tigers. No, this is good news. Have you checked the spread on this one? Because I know it was moving around quite a bit, maybe because of this, uh, this news. And now that we've got it out there, I wonder how it's changed. Yeah, I'll look that up right now, Shane. Tigers Stadium, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. It's going to be incredible. And currently, line has not changed. LSU, 13 oh, and a get half. on there, so, guys. Get on there. <laughs> yeah, head on over to my bookie. Uh, but uh, what other one, Shane? Uh, well, we got several, actually. But uh, Devin Leary, according to offensive coordinator Liam Cohen, Kentucky's quarterback, got banged up against Mississippi State. He will play against Bama. Okay. That's huge because no one's going to be picking Al or excuse me, Kentucky to beat Alabama. But without Devin Leary, that that mountain 
much, much, much more difficult. So some, I don't know if momentum is the right word, but some some optimism that uh, if you're a Wildcat fan that you can pull off the upset of all upsets this weekend in Lexington. Yeah, I mean, that obviously you're going to need every miracle, every ounce of luck to fall your way. And, and brother, I, I'm with you. Leary has taken some monumental steps here the last couple of weeks. And it's – I think even – Take Alabama out of the picture, just losing him for another week. I think that would mess that up. So obviously, uh, I, I think this is a win-win for them Wildcats. And uh, again, they def- definitely need him. The Bluegrass Miracle Part Two. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. How about uh, Max Johnson, Shea, Texas A&M quarterback? Sounds like he will play as well, according to Jimbo yep. Fisher. He's practicing. He needs. He's doing what he needs to do. And that was his response when asked, "Hey, is Max Johnson?" Is he still good to go? Is he is he going to likely play? And and all indications, Jimbo Fisher says yes. Max Johnson, who you know he made some mistakes against Ole Miss, but again, when when you find out how injured he is, I think you give him a little bit of a pass. So um, as banged up as Max Johnson is, he's he still had a hell of a game against Ole Miss, and and they desperately need him because they they got to get on the winning side for Jimbo's sake this weekend against Mississippi State. You know, I always think about if you're having a good game, you know how like the the quarterback or the running back would take them offensive line out to eat, you know? Right. I think them <laughs> offensive line need to be taking Max Johnson out to eat every night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, hey, sticking to that same game, last one here, Shane. Will Rogers, Mississippi State quarterback, of course, record-setting quarterback. Uh-huh. According to Zach Arnett, he's practicing, and he's listed as day-to-day. So, uh, you know, no confirmation whether he'll suit up or not against the Aggies, but um, that would be a huge boost. It's it's funny how these. Remember early in the season, Shane, everybody saying, "God, we got, we just got to hand this to Mike Wright," and now they're like, "My God, when can we get Will?" I've been Rogers telling back? you the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was in that camp too. But man, we've seen the other side. We're we're ready for Will to come back. Absolutely. All right, Shane. SEC Wait, mailbag. Yes, sir. Have you have you heard anything about? I I saw Brock. They said that he potentially is going to play. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I missed the uh, the biggest one there. So yeah, no, nothing official, Shane. But I, I just listen to a lot of people. I've talked to a couple people. I think Brock Bowers is going to play on Saturday. I really do. Now, yeah. it's this is his. Well, you know, he could come back for a senior year, but. Let's not kid ourselves. He's he's probably a top five pick. I don't I don't right. think he's coming back. So uh, I'm not trying to put the cart in front of the horse here. But this would be his last opportunity, Shane, to play in Athens. I think, you know, all things considered, I, that's playing a part here. And just based on what I know, based on what I've heard, I think he will suit up, Shane. But yeah. I I don't think it's very realistic for him to come out here and dominate or anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like maybe near the goal line, we throw him a pass or something like that. I think he'll be a decoy in, in certain situations. Uh, but I, I do think he's going to suit up. I do think he's going to play. I think it would be very, very on a very limited basis. But yeah. his final opportunity to put on that uniform in Sanford Stadium, he's not going to miss it. Yeah, I think it reminds me a lot of uh, Gronkowski, you know, when he was banged up and they just – they brought him in for a little bit. Not so much – well, I guess more or less a decoy, but still an end zone threat. So, right. I, I think that would be that would be good. One last one, Mike, is uh, Luther. I'm sure they're going to rest him, right, because they care about him and, <laughs> and they just want to make sure he's okay, you know, that he – 
plays well, a long time. Oh, Eli, he's playing coy, Shane. He says, well, he's, he's been in non-contact jersey. He, and he was asked specifically, is he going to play? He said, I'll – I'll know by Friday, and that's oh. all he's that's all he's gonna say. But oh, I, come on, Luther Burden's suited up. You know he is. I, I feel bad though. I just I think one more week rest, you know, <laughs> wouldn't be a bad idea here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brock Bowers play him this week. Rest yeah. him for Tennessee. You know what? That's right. <laughs> all right. How about uh, the SEC mailbag? Some great questions here, Shay. So I'm gonna dive into it, and and these are from from all over the internet, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. So uh, how about this? question here Shane I knew as soon as I saw this I was like this is a cousin Shane question right here from Chris Hunter on Twitter which SEC football coach would you want to bring to Thanksgiving dinner which SEC football coach would I want to bring to Thanksgiving dinner I think this is the easiest answer of them all Mike (laughs) You know, I I can't sugarcoat it. Give me Sam, baby. You know, because well, not only are we gonna eat good, but we'll drink some cold beer after it and talk about the good old days. I think that would be that would be awesome. And this is something that we've talked about a couple of times. You know, I you know I hope there's a long lasting relationship between Sam and Arkansas, and and I'd love nothing more than maybe in the off season you and I get a chance, an opportunity to go up there to the lake house and. Open a couple cold beers and talk to Sam Pittman one on one. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that's a bucket bucket list. Now, obviously, that was going to be my answer too, Shane. So I ca- I came with a backup, and I was just hoping and praying you didn't pull a cousin Shane and name six coaches. They did ask for what, but I would go second option, probably Lane Kiffin, Shane. I mean, yeah. I I think he could give you some good stories. He doesn't drink anymore, but maybe he'll do it on a holiday. He's sitting there with us, cracking back a yeah. couple cold ones. And if you get Lane Kiffin loose, I bet you he'd tell you some some pretty wild stories. But based on you know being with Nick Saban, being with Pete Carroll, being in the NFL, yeah. Al Davis. I mean it, that guy, he's still relatively young, and uh, he's but he's been all over the place. You know what? Man, if I if I had an option too, Mike, I, I have it narrowed down between two. So I'm going to give you three here because that's what Shane does. I got Kirby Smart, I think would be awesome, and uh, Coach Stoops. You know, I've got all this Kentucky bourbon. You know, might as well share it with a Kentucky man. In fact, I think one of them is his. But you just know that once he has a you know a couple of nightcaps, he'll be ready to rock and roll and, and tell some good stories, just like Kirby Smart. I just I like those because those guys have been around some serious legends. And uh, just just to hear the behind the scenes, you know, from where they started to where they're at now, I think would be awesome. Yeah. All right. How about this one, Shane, from uh, Andre LaFlame on YouTube. What are the odds Florida fires Billy Napier this year if they lose out the next three, which would be five losses in a row? They'd finish with a five and seven record, would not make a bowl game after making it year one. And I know we kind of, you know, I wouldn't say put him on the hot seat, but kind of question the job he's doing. But I think it's almost 0%. I, I think it's around 5 to 10%. They'd fire him if they lost out. Because, you know, who are you losing to? You're, you're losing at LSU, at Mizzou, Florida State's undefeated. It's it's not like, you know, you're you're losing to Vanderbilt again and, and teams of that nature like they, he did year one. So, yeah. I And – He's got a $32 million buyout. Let's not sugarcoat that either, Shane. I don't I know Florida is looked at as a top. It is a top job. It's but 
they don't have these big money boosters that that A and M has. They they yeah. really don't. They I don't think they got the boosters that Alabama does or Georgia right. or Tennessee. So I don't know if Florida can afford to to do it. And even if they could, Shane, the guy that hired him, uh, th- he this would make him zero for two for hiring football coaches, and they'd fire his ass too. So it, the man making the decision, he'd get fired too. So I I think they and of course the recruiting. Everybody talks about the recruiting. They're recruiting well. I think it's almost a guarantee. Billy yeah. Napier comes back unless he loses like fifty to zero to Florida State, which I do not see happening. Yeah, I'm with you. I said I was thinking ten in my mind just because, like you said, it's a tough road ahead here. Nobody's expecting them to to win any of these games. And if you know, maybe the fashion if they lose, if it's a thirty, you know, just a blowout, you know, maybe that would make things interesting going into year three. But firing year two, I I just don't see that happening. Uh, but I'm kind of with you. I. That AD may be on a little bit of a hot seat, though, you know, because if he's not getting the right guy in there, then we need to find somebody that can find those coaches. Now, if Urban Meyer picks up the phone and says, hey, I want to come back, get your ass out of here, Billy. (laughs) Short of that, you know, I I, I guarantee there's a a handful of names that if, you know, that they have maybe backdoor conversations and say, hey, listen, if this job opens up. Right. Are you going to take it? Now, if yeah. Urban Meyer says, hey, I want to come back down there, you better damn believe they're going to find that money to get Billy out of here. Yep. All right, how about this one? Mark Wright from YouTube, Shane. It's funny. A lot of these fans, they want to know, can my team make the playoff or uh-huh. can we fire the coach? I mean, that's, that's where we're at right now. What is more negative for Texas A&M? Keep Jimbo for another year or Jimbo getting bought out and the Aggies hiring an unproven coach? I hate to say this, Shane, but I mean we've been saying it for two years now. The 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 more negative, and this is awful that this is the spot they're in. But in my opinion, the more negative is keeping Jimbo Fisher, Shane. He's, you know, according to my buddy Dave Bartu, he does these coaching grades. Yeah, worst Power Five coach in the last three years. He in the last two years he's got a minus nine coach effect. I mean it's just awful. They should have fired him last year. We all know they should fire him this moment, but if they keep him, the and I don't care what these excuses, I don't care what people, you know, we're going to lose players, yada, yada, yada. The only reason they'd keep him, Shane, is this massive buyout. Yeah. And I I don't know if if they, I think they, they got the, I know they got the money to buy him out, but do they have the money to buy him out and then double that by, by bringing in some another coach? I don't know. I don't even know if they have enough money to do all that, and I, I think that's why he's asking about an unproven coach here. Yeah. Well, I'd like Bartu. I'm curious what Bartu would give our numbers. You know, you know, if, what's what's our our host numbers? I, I'd, I'd say they're pretty low right now. You know, <laughs> but hey, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you here. I, you know, I mean that seems like the right answer, but. I don't know. Unproven is 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 the word that stands out for me, and, and I don't think that's what A and M wants. I don't think that's what the boosters want. No, they 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 want a track record, and that's what they've been hiring. You know, I mean, they these last few coaches, they weren't just it, nobodies. That they they all had a track record. Some of them had national championships under their belt. You know, but year six, it ain't working, and. 
I, I, I'd love to say that, hey, let's just go out and, and hire somebody. But when you tell me unproven, I think you're better off just keeping Jimbo Fisher here. And I, and I, it pains me to say, uh, you know, maybe it's the drugs kicking in now or something like that, Mike. But I, I, I don't know. I, I think you got a, you got a recruiting class. You got uh, existing classes right now. We've always said the talent's there. But, you know, again, we're starting to see a little bit of Jimbo kind of changing his ways. And you've seen it with, you know, bringing an OC down, things yeah. like that. You know, obviously there's going to be some tough conversations at the end of the season on how he can fix this. And if he if he gets a little extreme and, and brings some help down there, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe they do take that next step forward. All right, how about this one, Shane, from B Ford on Twitter? This is another Cousin Shane question. And I think we've done this one before, but – you know, the coaches have changed, so we yep. may have a different answer. But let us he's saying SEC coaches, Royal Rumble. <laughs> who, <laughs> who's the last two standing, and who is the ultimate victor of an SEC head coach's Royal Rumble? Uh, any any names jump out to you? And I, I, I got one that I think will be in the final two. Um, you want me to give that to you, or you want to think about I've, it? I got three right now that will be in the final, maybe four. I can, mm-hmm. I've got maybe maybe four here, and, and uh, I don't know how you want to do this, Mike, but uh, since my list is a little bit longer, maybe we'll go with mine real quick. I think Kirby Smart would be in the mix. Yep. Football player, got a lot of – I mean, you've seen it. We've all seen the vertical on the sideline. Guy's still got a lot of juice in the tank. Uh, I think Coach Lee – I oh, think yeah. uh, I think he would be – I mean, he's just an athlete, always likes to work out. Uh, the one I dropped out, I did have Billy, and that was because I saw Arnett. Arnett is an absolute <laughs> monster. Uh, I, I, he is the biggest coach. And I would say strength on strength, you know, I think he would be on the list. But I do think there would be some cheating from some of these other guys. Uh, so, I've got him. And then last but not least, I'm going to go with uh, – man, maybe I will go back with Billy. Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody. You know, Sam Pittman, he's a little bit up there. So I, I, yeah. that's the only thing that would keep him away from it. Uh, I, I feel like Lane Kiffin would do some dirty tricks, which would yeah. uh, allow him to possibly stay in the mix. Uh, but the one I was going with, Shane, was Clark Lee, f- former yeah. walk-on fullback at Vanderbilt. Yeah. You've got to be one tough son of a gun to, to do something like that. So I, I think he's the ultimate victor, but I, I do think it would be down to Clark Lee and uh, you hit the nail on the head, Zach Arnett. I hope he doesn't listen to anything we we say here because he, he'd whoop our ass if he ever saw us. Oh, uh, God, yeah. No, I'm glad he walked past our booth, you know. <laughs> I mean, he is, he is a big old boy. So I'd go, that's what it, I, you know, I, I was toying around Billy and Beamer. You know, those are two athletes. And, uh, right. you know, they, they – they probably get up and work out every day like like good people, but uh, I think I think Arnett is going to be when it comes down to it, it'd be Arnett and Kirby Smart, those two, one of those two. Right. All right. How about this one from Cody Garrett on Twitter, Shane? Not really a question, but well, kind of. But if Ole Miss beats Georgia this weekend, yeah, and if Tennessee wins out, which would obviously Missouri upcoming and Georgia, who makes it to Atlanta? It would be Tennessee. Oh, they'd still right. have to beat Vanderbilt, which, I mean, my God, certainly they could do that. But um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that, that was his only question, who will make it to Atlanta. It would be Tennessee. What what percentage chance, zero out of 100, do you give Tennessee of doing that? Knocking off Mizzou. Well, I, knocking off Mizzou, beating Georgia, 
and, and obviously Ole Miss knocking off a lot. A lot's got to happen there. Five percent, Mike. I, I I'd love to be, you know, optimistic here, but it's going to take an absolute miracle for all those to go through. Not just not just Tennessee winning out, but you you said Ole Miss beat Georgia. You know. Uh, Tennessee beat Georgia, Tennessee not losing to Mizzou, at Mizzou. There's there's so many crazy little pieces that could happen there. So I would say 2 to th- two to 5%. Right, because you could talk me into none of those happening, and I'd say, yeah. I, I believe you. You know what I mean? Now, if I was drinking that bourbon, you know, and we, the show's a little bit longer, you know, I could probably, I could probably get a little higher, maybe the double digits. <laughs> All right, how about Mike UK Wildcats on Twitter, Shane? If – Kentucky loses to Bama, but wins out. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Shane. Louisville, they're they're right in state rival. They're like number. I don't know what they are, but they're like fifteen or something crazy in the playoff poll. They're they're not. They surely they can't be the fifteen best team in the country. But if that happens, Shane, they Kentucky be eight and four for the regular season. He wants to know if Kentucky went eight and four this year, would we consider that a successful regular season? For the Kentucky Wildcats at eight and four, and that's including that's including Bama, right? Losing to Bama, yeah. Losing to Bama, it didn't give a score or anything. No, I think that, oh, well, uh, eight and four. No, I don't think so. I mm-hmm. I, I had higher expectations for. I, I'm not saying that we got a hot seat talk or anything like that, right. but you know, I was optimistic for ten wins, nine wins. Right, you right. know, so eight. No, some things things went went against them there. So I I would love, but ending with Louisville, if they are a top fifteen team and you get a big win there, I mean obviously that's that's one way to end the season. Yeah, and and you know Shane, this again, this you're you're not happy with the season. This is not what you expected, but you know in a roundabout way, I think is where you want to be at at Kentucky. Like, yeah, don't don't crown your coach for going eight and four say we got to do better than this you know what right. i mean because the expectations are, are good that and to your point that doesn't mean run them off doesn't mean anything because because uh that's a credit I, I give mark stoops a hard time but that's a credit to his program that eight and four ten years ago they would crown the guy but here yeah. we're sitting saying i don't think they quite lived up to the hype aside from that big win over florida you know what does uh does leary is he coming back has he got eligibility i do not think so i I think this is one and only year well that sucks you know because if you did because again getting cohen and there was a little bit of change there and a little bit of growing pains i I think you know they'll be in a better shape coming into next season so but uh yeah i don't know leary's situation i imagine ray's done too right oh well actually i'm looking this up right now shane uh he could i think he can come back because of the covid year devin leary can so there you maybe, go. Maybe we're cooking here. Maybe <laughs> we're cooking. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh man, another off season. That'd be huge for that program. A break from the yeah. show to let you guys know we're brought to you by my bookie. Head on over to mybookie.ag today. Sign up with a sign up for an account over at my bookie with a promo code that s e c t h a t s e c, and they are willing to match your initial deposit. Up to fifty percent, all the way up to a thousand bucks. So you could have up to fifteen hundred bucks in your account today with mybookie.ag. The only thing that makes college football better is betting on college football. Fade cousin Shane's picks. Go with my locks of the week. 
That's about as uh, I'm four for five this year. So that I'm, I, I put that on my bookie. They're willing me to victory week in, week out here on that SEC podcast. Proud to be sponsored by my bookie. Quick and easy withdrawals when you cash out big and you win big by listening to me and fading Cousin Shane over at MyBookie. Again, that promo code, that SEC. This is the number one way for y'all to help the podcast this football season. We don't ask for much. We give you all this content for free. The least you could do, throw 50 bucks, 100 bucks on a MyBookie account. Make some money fading our picks over at MyBookie.ag today. Don't forget that promo code, that SEC. Same deal with uh, our friends over at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports, and they got the college football. That's why we love Prize Picks. Head on over to Prize Picks. If you sign up with a new account with a promo code SEC, they're willing to match your initial deposit up to a hundred bucks, a hundred percent deposit. So you could have two hundred in your account today over at PrizePicks.com. Don't forget. That promo code SEC. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. This is uh, Shane's number one podcast. It, it, passionate Runner Podcast. <laughs> That's his uh, name. You're Twitter. looking at my cue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to this point, who is the MVP in the SEC? So... A little bit different than Heisman, but is there anyone that stands out to you, Shay, that the most valuable player in the SEC this season? Huh. Most valuable. I've, I've, I, I, go, I, I keep going Daniels. I mean, I know he got banged up. Uh, I'm going back and forth between him and Luther. Those are my two guys right now. Yeah. I. You know, this is crazy, Shane. This is absolutely crazy. I'm gonna say Jalen Milrow. Okay, J- just went head to head with with Jaden Daniels and and won. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think the I think Jaden Daniels is the answer, but I'm just trying to be a little a little different than you. You know, well, what? yeah, I just you know because MVP again, kind of like a Heisman. When he got removed from that game, you just you just knew they were gonna lose. You know, right? And and him out there, it was like, well, you never know. Couple good drives, and they're back in this thing. So, I mean, the guy plays. I mean, he's he's just a freak athlete. Yeah. How about this one from Trey Tucker, Shane? He's, he asks every every week he asks a great question on Twitter. Does Joe Milton have to play his best game of the season for the Vols to win on the road at Missouri? Mm, best game of the season to win. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so. I, I, again, Tennessee fans don't want to – I've seen it. I've seen it floating around there. They look at the last two games, and they've totaled up the points, and they said this isn't going to be anything. That's because they haven't really been following Mizzou. This is a tough, tough team. This is a team that went 
back and forth with Georgia Bulldogs, two-time national champ. So, absolutely, Joe has got to keep his foot on the gas. He's been making great steps, great strides. But, you know, if he comes out and plays a, a damn UTSA or a, what was the other one, you know, one of them games, Florida <laughs> at, at Gators. Austin yeah. P, Florida yeah. yeah. We're going to get yeah. our asses handed to us, so – Hey, I'll disagree. I'll just, I'm trying to be counter to you, Shane. Yeah. I, th- I think the defense, specifically the, the secondary, has got to have their best game. And if Tennessee can run wild, even if Joe Milton doesn't have his best game, I th- I mean, it'll be very, very tough because I, I highly respect Missouri. But I think they can win, even with Joe Milton not having his best game. But uh, it, it would be very difficult, I, I do think. Yeah, or Nico having a pretty good game. I mean, oh. <laughs> and then Trey, he always he always throws in a side question. Did Cousin Shane make you pay a pet deposit when you moved in? <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because a lot of people don't know, but I'm I'm back in next week. You know, uh, the long-time listeners like, damn, Shane, how long you building that house? Three years. Yeah, we're finally getting in over there. I've been paying one guy to build it. You know, I just give him a pack of cigarettes and a Dr. Pepper every day. We finally got it done. So, uh, yeah, our dogs got to meet today, and it didn't go out so well. So we're going to have to – we're going to maybe have to send them out, you know, camp or something, you know, <laughs> counseling. All right, how about this one from Phil Thompson, Shane, on Twitter. How and I know you you hate the walking, you hate the questions, yeah. but I think you'll like this one. How many miles would Cousin Shane walk for a win over Georgia if it meant Tennessee wins the East? Ooh, I would do. I would. As oh man, you did six you know, hours. How, here's how, how, here's <laughs> the deal, Mike. I did thirteen miles, and one thing that I that I hate is that I couldn't do that point one after. You know, do that half marathon. I was just couldn't. I was done. But if Tennessee would go back, I would do the thirteen point one. If we could go to the SEC championship, absolutely, I would do the thirteen point one. But it, it wouldn't be like consecutive. It'd be have to be like all day or something, you know. Right. Uh, Chris Campus on Instagram is Jalen Milrow the best quarterback in the conference going forward. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. By by mile here, and and again wow. just. Look what he was able to do. Look how he's molded against every defense that he's faced here lately. You know, he's not a one-trick pony, you know. He he did what LSU allowed them to do. Uh, Texas A&M, he he did what A&M allowed Tennessee. It's uh, he's changing. He's not he's not just doing the same thing over and over and you know, that's one argument you can say with Jay uh, with Jay Daniels, you know. It's like, hey, if it's not there, he's running, you know. He's not always right. relied on his legs. He did it last week because LSU left it open for him. So I think right now there's there's not a quarterback playing better than him. His confidence has grown week in, week out. The staff yeah. has figured out how to utilize him best to his strengths. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue. Uh, that could be the answer. All right, how about uh, Southern Sweet Pea on Instagram, Shane? They want to know, uh, should South Carolina, if they fire their defensive coordinator, Clayton White, could they see a, a turnaround like Arkansas did when they fired Dan Enos and all of a sudden everything clicked? And I, I think it's a little bit more difficult than that, Shane, because I because South Carolina's so banged up. They don't have a KJ Jefferson type on defense. They don't have a Rocket Sanders on defense. They got some nice players, but right. uh, I don't think that's an overnight fix. Just firing the defensive coordinator and all of a sudden we're we're competent on that side of the ball. What what do you think? 
No, I, I don't. I think the best thing that can happen for South Carolina is just getting healthy. You know, we we keep waiting for Juice to get healthy. Legat's been banged up. You know, if 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 he got a few more pieces, I think your best chance here for defense is just to outscore them on offense. And you know, right. if they had all those weapons, they'd be able to. All right, final one, Shane. I save this one for last, just for you, buddy. From the Sam Bruce on Instagram. How torn is Cousin Shane this week when them balls come to Columbia to face Missouri Tigers? <laughs> how, how torn? I, you know, don't give away your pick just yeah. yet, but how, how many uh, sleepless nights have you had thinking about this one? It's tough, man. And, and you know, usually I like to troll the opposing team. And, <laughs> and, you know, I feel bad. Like, I'll send a video and I'm like, you think Mizzou fans going to hate that? You know, and I don't want to pander <laughs> or anything, but I just think that this is going to be such a great game back and forth. And, and like you said, it's like picking your favorite kid, you know. So eventually I'm going to have to. So wait till Thursday night. I'm going to let you know which one's my favorite. <laughs> well, Shane, I appreciate you. Even on, uh, on short notice, sick yeah. notice, on medication, showing up, doing this show, knocking out. Some of these outstanding questions, we really do appreciate each and every one of them. But you got anything else before we hop off the line? No. Again, I apologize it's so short, but uh, me and Mike, you know, we just wanted to make sure he got some content out there. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm powered through this. I'll be better tomorrow. So be sure to check us uh, tomorrow at 7. Is that what time we're doing this? 7 will be live. Yep. And Professor Shane is going to come through and uh, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to go undefeated, you know. I think when these drugs kick in, I'm going to be like limitless, you know. <laughs> Doing taxes and shit, you know. So, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, brother, and I, I can't wait because this is going to be an awesome weekend at college football. Absolutely. Well, buddy, rest up. Hope you feel better. Appreciate you. As always, appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.